evening and welcome to the Punch Drunken Masters podcast. I'm your host as always, uh, Ramon Red Eyes Bermudas. Um, I'm here with uh, my co-host and trepid reporter uh, Diamond Keegan. Diamond, how you doing? Uh, hi, Ramon. I, I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm working at a new site. Uh, I am. You can currently find my work at MMA and esports site uh, Downright Fierce. <laughs> all right that's that's good to know um is there much overlap between those two uh subjects uh you would in there you wouldn't be surprised to be to be quite to be quite honest um in much in the way that like chess boxing has become a phenomenon um guilty gear guilty gear boxing has is on the rise currently Okay, tell me, tell me about Guilty Gear Boxing. I'm interested. Oh, it's in between. You do, uh, you do sets. You know, it's like best two out of three sets. Okay. Uh, and then uh, everything's moved out of the ring, and you box for sixty seconds, and then you sit back down. And you play the next, next, uh, the next game in the set. Okay, uh, I do have to ask uh, if there is a knockout uh, between uh sets of guilty gear do does the opponent have to continue uh yes what they do is they set the controller or arcade stick on their chest and then put their hands on it and then uh the the guilty gear round proceeds as normal um i'm i'm a little uncomfortable by that to be honest uh i don't think i've uh seen that sort of combination mixed martial arts and video game uh barbarism since um Street Fight and Street Fight in the 90s. <laughs> um, listen, Street Fight and Street Fight walked so that Guild Gear Boxing could fly. <laughs> oh, fly. Wow. I, I didn't realize that it was doing so well. <laughs> Did I mess up the, the, the saying? Who knows? Who can say? Who can say? Okay, um, but it was it was a it was a big week of fighting uh, this week. Uh, yeah, uh, of course, we are talking about uh, WFC event. WFC presents Wisconsin Death Trip subheader. No, not the movie. Sub subheader. No, not the book either. Sub sub subheader. And no, not the Static X album. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I. I know. I try not to critique graphic design on this on this show that much, but I just. I just want to say that, like, the poster for this event, it was an absolute nightmare. Uh, yeah, there, there was a lot of text. You could, uh, you could barely see the fighters. <laughs> it, all of it was overlapping their faces. And once you photocopy that in black and white, it's just, it's, it's just, just pay the extra 50 cents to get a color. Uh, yeah, that, that, I'm not a graphic designer, so mm. yeah. I'm going to trust that that is sound advice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's at uh, what would please tell me tell me about like this because I I watched a different show uh this show this week. Oh, did you? What did you watch? Um, I watched uh, the latest hit from uh WSS, the World Series of Stick Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now are we talking about um? Are we talking about early two thousands uh Newground stick fighting, or are we talking about? Uh, fighting with, um, I'm going to call them warrior sticks. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a term. Um, I think that it, it is... might be copyrighted. I 
cannot use it um, on this podcast. Um, well, I don't, I don't know anything about Kapara, but I will say this is not a, a, a Zhao Zhao situation. <laughs> All right. Hopefully, Zhao Zhao is not litigious. Um, I don't... I, I mean, who... Anyone who uses Flash isn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um... Yeah, but go... Tell me, tell me about, uh... The W... WFC presents Wisconsin Death Trip Ellipsis. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, I feel like there is... Whoa! My notebook fell down. Oh, dear. Alright, uh... <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> then real... Oops, my anarchy symbol. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. Fuck. Okay. Sorry, all right, let's, let's, let's be professional. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, um, two important fights that happened. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll I'll talk about the yeah. the first one. Uh, undefeated Philip Corgan, uh, eking out another win against. Marco Big Narco Sullivan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know how I feel about Philly Corgan, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, damn it! <laughs> 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 okay, Philip Corgan. Uh, yeah, I I mean he's a good fighter, you know, but like just just seventeen wins in a row, like. <sighs> well, actually, um, according to the uh, websites here, um, his current record stands at twelve eight. Twelve uh, with this new win. Twelve eight. Well, so it's been twelve wins in a row. Uh, Wait a minute! You said he was undefeated. No, that's his nickname. His nickname is undefeated. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, uh, okay. It's a it's a clever marketing play on his part. I'm going to have to admit. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, but actually, he has a, a bit of a sorry record, if you ask me. Yeah, I'm. I I hate the the fact that I've been exposed to not doing my research <laughs> on this. It it was a busy week for fighting. Let me tell you. Uh, but yeah, uh, Phil Corgan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Philly Corgan, as you said. <laughs> trying trying to absolutely. <laughs> Something I absolutely considered when when this name came up. Uh, uh, but Phil, Phil Corgan, like he, I think he like um, it was a third round knockout he got it with. Uh, yes. Now, of course, uh, things like these are always uh, a bit strange when uh, we're talking about uh, Marco Bignarco. Mm. Um, Marco Bignarco, of course, whose uh, tagline is "Sleep or get slept on." Um, <laughs> You know, you don't know if he was KO'd or if he was just feeling it that night. Yeah, it's it's not, it's not all right. I I'm I feel like a lot of times whenever I'm in the room with other with other fight fans, I'm I'm like the only person pulling for Narco Big Big Marco. <laughs> Marco Big Narco. Marco Big Narco. I it's listen, he he knows what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He actually slept through you saying it. I I, I wrote it on a post-it. <laughs> All right, he'll find it. He'll, he'll find, find it. He'll find yeah. it when he, on his glove later. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I understand. Uh, Marco Big Narco is um, is a, a big underdog. Uh, you always you always hope that he makes it. Like he he's able to to get the finish before the bell. Um, 
Unfortunately, uh... Sometimes he doesn't make it to the bell. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's just he... It just happens. Yeah, sometimes that bell rings, and it keeps on ringing, and then it goes into snooze, and like ten minutes later, it starts ringing again, and it's just not getting to him. Yeah, and ten minutes is, is way beyond the length of uh, the length of uh, rounds, because mm-hmm. we are in the U.S. <laughs> so yes, like I said, um, undefeated Philip Corgan, uh, 12-8. I mean, good for him. I <sighs> The nickname... <laughs> it's it <laughs> there there has to be something that something somewhere can someone should do something about that uh you know you'd think that but no apparently you could just call yourself whatever you want the the w world uh wfc wisconsin fight club Yes, Wisconsin Wisconsin Fight Club I feel is just turning turning a blind blind eye to this because 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 of um you know people people see Philly Corgan and uh one quick typo and all of a sudden they get a lot lot more attention. <laughs> uh I don't know, some smashing pumpkins joke. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh would you like you want to finish our credit should I uh Going to, uh, for World Series of Stick Fighting. Well, I kind of feel like it might be a little weird if we just interchange between two different events. That's, that's true. All right, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. What's the next one? So, um, I, so the next, uh, important match is, um, Oleg Cowboy, not that cowboy, Vladimir, versus Elio Cowboy 2099, Bolivar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, cow, cowboy fight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just a coincidence, you know, it's, th- this wasn't a themed event, even if they did both come in wearing 10-gallon hats, uh, <laughs> even if they both came in, uh, wearing, um, a lasso just around their torso, mm-hmm. uh, almost like a vestment, um, it's a look. Yeah, you know. but, see, but also, like, it's, where the real difference is, is, uh, between the sponsorship deals, because as you know, Cowboy... Is sponsored by Dickies and wore his Dickies to the ring, while Cowboy was sponsored by Levi's and wore his Levi's to the ring. Yes. Uh, also, Cowboy twenty ninety nine, who brought his uh, Levi's to the ring, did bring them uh, with LED lights on, uh, reminding you that he is from the future. Mm-hmm. Is that like legit, like future or no? Like, time travel doesn't exist, Diamond. Just, just. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just being sure on that. Like, I know, I know it doesn't. But I, but I feel like at any time I'm gonna be proven wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying that, like I believe it. I'm just trying to keep an open mind about it. All right. Uh, so how about this? Um, any time travelers that may exist, uh, please show up right now to uh, make me an idiot. I guess. No. Okay. No, so, it hasn't happened. All right. That's that's fine. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with this because. Um, I, cause I kind of wish time travel existed because I wanted to time travel to the end of this match as soon as it started. Uh, yeah, no, this was a, this was a decision match, which, you know, these things happen. We, as you know, Wisconsin Fight Club goes by Wisconsin Fight Club rules, which means, uh, 20 rounds per main event fight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big Narco got 
<laughs> it got got a, a couple of rounds of, of snoozing uh, through this one. Yeah, yeah, but it's it. Yeah, but it's it's just I just feel like Wisconsin Fight Club like cards. They just they go. Their rules are so lax that they allow for you know people sleeping <laughs> and like long holds that last forever. And it's it makes it makes for just like a card that like if you're a true fight fan, you're into it. But it's very hard to get other people into it. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, as you mentioned, this particular fight uh, is a fight that it, you have to be a, a real uh, a real fan of of um, the, the beautiful science. Yes, yeah, and and it's like I I'm a fan, you know. That I'm not I'm you know basing my career around it, but I feel like even as a fan, I got to put my foot down on this one. Mm-hmm. Like like. When you cut, when you tie someone up with a lasso, like you just you either end the fight or you get or the ref has to get them out of that. You can't just leave them tied up. Uh, yeah, my understanding is that that's um, extremely illegal. I'm not sure why the ref didn't call the match there. See, this is something that like I feel is, and I'll bring up later with World Series of Stick Fighting. I feel like the whole thing of like you know rules left up to referees' discretion. Is something that is running kind of rampant in mixed martial arts nowadays, and something needs to be done about it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, otherwise, you end up with uh, a decision followed by um, drawing pistols at sundown, <laughs> which wasn't agreed in the contract, as far as I know. But you know, uh, cowboy, not that cowboy, and cowboy twenty ninety nine will do how they do. And Cowboy Cowboy Twenty Nine, if I remember correctly, his his pistol had like giant spheres on it and made like a voip noise when it fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, he did get it from a KB Toys. It uh, served him no good during his drawing. Uh, rest in peace, Elio Bolivar. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest. <laughs> Bad last match, though. Like, <laughs> uh, abs- absolutely trash. <laughs> Could have done better. Uh, you know, uh, now that we've recounted this ending, I'd go as far as to say it was a tragedy. <laughs> uh, Alright, so, this past weekend, I watched uh, the World Series of Stick Fighting. Okay. Very famous uh, company. Um, and one of the marquee matches is uh, Gustavo. All caps. Gustavo. Uh, against Ellington Cooper, Ellington Cooper, Ellington Cooper, okay. um, and this, 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 meant, this was a very controversial, controversial fight because at one point, uh, Ellington stuck their their stick into the ground, and the referee immediately called the match off because uh, there was fear that there was going to be another pencil trick incident. Oh, if you yeah, cause if you recall, five years ago in the World Series of Stick Fighting. Uh, there was, uh, the incident, which is referred to unofficially by fans as the pencil trick incident, <laughs> when a fighter's <laughs> stick got stuck in the mat. Okay. And then, you know what happened after that? Mm-hmm. The crowd was very unhappy with the stoppage, because it was, it was instantaneous. Like, as soon as that stick stuck in the ground and came out of Ellington Cooper's hand, the ref immediately called the match off and called it a no contest, which is like... That's what the rules are, but it's, I feel, I feel like that, like, it's, if we're, like I said before, if we're going to go with, like, referee's discretion here, they could have just stopped the match and pulled it out and just kept fighting, you know? Okay, but there is damage to, uh, the ground now, you know? Like, 
Let's say that this was um, an event that happened inside of a ring. If some of the ropes came down, I would fear for the uh, fighter's safety. If this was in a cage and uh, the raptors fell down and a uh, masked assailant uh, ziplined away, I would be worried. <laughs> uh, and I don't see how this is any different. I just... I just feel like it was just, the ref was just a little too, like, trigger happy, like, in this case. Like, it's, obviously, you know, just, like, if the rafters were to fall into the ring, I would say the ref at least give them a ten count before he calls off the match. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just want some action, you know? Okay, I understand, um, but this is a dangerous sport that these fighters are playing. Um, and you know, it's just, I understand, uh, the fear of there being, uh, some sort of danger, uh, with this, uh, supposed magic trick that, uh, you've (laughs) discussed. The pencil trick, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's gone by many names. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a rather infamous, like, uh, it's, it's kind of a black mark on the history of World Series of Stick Fighting, so I get it. I get why they don't want, they want to completely avoid, like, that sort of situation, but Mm. it's it's something they should like think about is if this comes up if this comes up again you can like what if it happened in the main event like what do you do then you're gonna call off your main event after 10 seconds no i okay so i understand you know often uh i try to talk to uh fellow fight fans about my feelings on these kind on uh, situations like these and, you know, I just, uh, I, I feel like I run my mouth to them. Uh, and in the end, they're just like, Ramon, why so serious? <laughs> <laughs> that was a spit take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what is serious? Uh, the main event of this show. Uh, Valerie Nico uh, took on Donnie Sword Cane D'Amato. <laughs> Valerie Nico and Dominic Swordcane. Donnie Swordcane D'Amato. <laughs> Donnie Swordcane D'Amato. Yeah, which this um, was a this was a very one I, once again contra- a controversial night for World Series of Stick Fighting uh, because partway through the third round, um, Donnie Swordcane D'Amato's Swordcane came out. <laughs> like and, his and sti- now, this, <laughs> this isn't a registered stick. It 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 was a registered stick. That's the thing. Like okay. this is. This kind of exposed a, a hole in the rules of of World Series of Stick Fighting because because um, the match was stopped um, and the referee picked up the sword that came out of the stick and put it ba- put it back together and handed it back to Donnie Sword Kane D'Amato um, and afterwards like the referee like we hate to admit it, like the referee kind of quoted the Airbud rule of, like there's nothing in the rules that says you can't use a sword cane <laughs> and it's and I feel like that there should be with with a thing like World Series of Stick Fighting like has had like a its fair share of controversies and they've adjusted the rule set as you know as necessary. But as of today, there has been no talk whatsoever about about this. Yeah, um, it kind of seems like uh, throughout the past couple of years, uh, the the question that. Uh, the commission has not asked itself um, when it comes to the unified rules of stick fighting is, is a sword a stick? I mean, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, how do you feel about it, Ramon? Uh, well, honestly, 
there are so many things that can be a stick that it kind of seems like that's where the issue comes from, you know? Like, yeah, like, 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 big, big branch, Bill, uh, backyard. <laughs> Would come in with a stick he, t- he took off a tree outside his house. <laughs> and he did pretty well for himself. He was welterweight champion for a while. Yes. Okay, so, this makes me think that, um, perhaps the, uh, the weight divisions, uh, just isn't working in stick fighting. I think maybe what they should consider instead is weight divisions, but for, um, but for the, the sticks themselves. Cause you know, like, I'm gonna be honest. If I find out that Ed the Rebar Johnson, uh, <laughs> is fighting against, um, Cedric three cell phones taped together Stevens, um, I'm going for Rebar. I, yeah, but then like you know, but then like, then like a uh, then like a uh, Clancy Nokia, no three Nokias tied together shows up. We got a real match. Yeah, I hmm, actually no. Now <laughs> Nokias are light. They were they're indestructible though. Uh, yeah, so like now now we got to consider like density here. It's the commission really has their work cut out. Yeah, and, uh, I, and and I really hope that they're asking themselves these difficult questions. I don't know. I, I after this weekend, I don't know how I feel about World Series of Stick Fighting. It's like things like 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 they just they. I can say whatever I want, whatever I want, but they're they're the ones they're the ones putting together the shows, and uh, I'll still watch. Unfortunately, I'm going to keep watching, um, and I'll just hope that things get better as time goes on. But like. That's just how it is. Yeah, no, that's that's the life of uh, a combat sports fan. That's that's what happens when you mix up the martial arts. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it is at about this time that we move into um, historical matches. Um, you know, we we go back into the history of um, of this great sport and bring up a, a match that uh, we would like the fans. You know, to know about, to go back, to look into, uh, to appreciate. Um, Diamond, uh, would you like to go first? Uh, yes. So, my match is from, uh, World Series of Stick Fighting, Stack and Clack 2014. Oh, alright. Uh, Lucille Stewart versus Marie-Helene Dubois. Oh. Um, Marie-Helene Dubois stuck her stick in the ground and tripped Lucille directly onto it. (laughs) And the match was called instantly, and Marie Helene was declared the winner. And for years afterwards, fan called it the pencil trick match. <laughs> okay. Would you believe? Would you believe that this is still up on World Series of Stick Fighting streaming service? And and um, it is not. It is uncut, just uncut, uncensored for everyone to see for seven ninety nine a month. Well, on demand. I can tell you somebody there who isn't uncut. Um, uh, that, not, not that, would, that would be Lucille Stewart. Yes. <laughs> uh, Lucille Stewart, uh, dead now, R.I.P. Lucille Stewart. One of the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, uh, <laughs> uh, so for my match, uh, I want to talk about 
Clint Musgraves versus uh, Bill Flotsam Cortez. Um, <laughs> their 2002 match, which of course has been uh, affectionately called by uh, the combat sports community as the Slippery Boys match. Oh, um, I love this match so yes. much. Uh, Clint Clint Musgraves, infamous for for just uh, perspiring uh, ridiculously. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, Bill Cortez, flotsam, old float on Bill, mm-hmm. float on Cortez, um, plenty of jetsam on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was um, a-, a match made in glib heaven. You know, uh, there was so many attempted grapples, but they just could not could not stay on each other. If Tokyo Drift was a mixed martial arts <laughs> match, it would be this one. <laughs> These boys were just going all over the place. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure at one point there was a a hockey style body check into the cage. Mm-hmm. It was not on purpose. Uh, <laughs> I like to believe that it was. It was. Let me just tell you that like that was on highlight reels for years after that. Any you couldn't you couldn't get a fighting a fighting compilation AVI on LimeWire without having that clip on it. Yep. Um, as I recall, Clint Musgraves, um, threw, uh, a wild overhand right, uh, that turned into a 720 punch, um, completely not on purpose, it's just the, the, the absolute ferocity of, um, of the punch coming out. And the uh, absolute lack of friction in the cage. <laughs> yeah, just caused them to, uh, to go wild. It was, and honestly, like, I don't think that a match has, has ever been, like, met up. But like in in quality, um, I actually this match is actually available on uh, Blu-ray, and oh. let me tell you, <laughs> Blu-ray oh, yeah. Blu- absolutely Blu- does this match justice. Yes, uh, it glistens. Four K, four K moisture. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> the greatest match. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, we should wrap, we should wrap this up. Yeah, so um, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, this is once again the Punch Drunken Masters podcast uh, on the uh, Lead Left Leg Podcasting Network. Remember, Right Leg Hospital, Left, left leg, leg Podcast. Content. All right, thank you and good night. <laughs>